Welcome to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. <laughs> I had to stop myself. I had to be my own engineer, as I am, and stop myself because I could go on like that for days, whether I knew the lyrics or not. I am very excited about Christmas. I am very excited. I have that feeling like I don't, it's right around this time, usually just days away that I'm like, no, don't go fast. Don't go fast. Days don't. I love Christmas. I know that this year has just been sucky wucky, but I have not let it uh, knock out, as in a punch to my jaw, knock out my Christmas spirit. Um, Wow. It's the most wonderful. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The kids jingle belling and everyone. Okay, I better stop. Um, So I just want to spend some time today with you looking at uh, what I want for Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> because it's all do you, so do you guys have memories whether you currently feel the same way about Christmas or not do any of you have memories about sitting on Santa's lap back when one we could two when it wasn't so creepy um I really remember studying his uh, get up. And I think that, I think we were in, my mom might correct me, but we were in Sears. There was a place in Sears out in the tool section as you're leaving right before the doors and Santa was set up there. And, um, I waited in line. I even then, and still, as if you know me, you know, had lots of questions and I really studied him and felt okay about, I was excited to go up and talk to him, but I was really very heady about the whole thing. And I remember looking at his beard and he was not wearing a fake one. This particular memory that I have, I think sometimes when Santa has to, you know, shave for a skin rash or something, he wears a fake one. But uh, he had his beard and I was just really studying and looking at him, not completely sure uh, how I felt, but I remember telling him what I wanted, but also why I was telling him that I just wanted to know how all this happened. It was my mind was always super, super full, but I love those memories. I love those memories. They lift me up above the fray. And sometimes I think, it's not that I don't live in reality because folks, I do. It has been a tough year and I know that you ride along, you're right along with me. Everything to just most recently, um, having a family member pass away. Uh, it has been Jonathan's brother. Uh, it has been just a trying time, a, a tragic time, but allowing myself to go somewhere else um, while I still keep my feet on the ground is just 
I just don't think there's anything wrong with it. I hope I don't bug you over it. I hope I'm, you know, there's sometimes there's people that are a little bit too happy. You know what I mean? I sometimes, I don't know. I'm not sure if I could slap anyone. Maybe I could. Yeah, maybe I could. Actually, it might feel really good. But I, I don't want to be one of those people. I, I'm not trying to be like this. This is just deeply in me. I really love Christmas. I think my house right now looks so beautiful. As a matter of fact, tonight, um, I'm going to just put some Christmas music on and lay on my sofa. One of them. And, uh, listen to Christmas music and look at the lights. I don't want to miss anything and I don't want to hurry anything. I love to relish in the Christmas season. Um, I'm also super childlike about it as well. Uh, I, I still make a Christmas list. Don't shame me. Um, I obviously there's no sitting on Santa's lap this year, but, um, if I could, I would. And, um, I have, uh, I have a Christmas list that I'm going to share with you. I don't care whether you're interested or not. You're going to hear what I want for Christmas, but I have a couple of stories I want to share first that are childhood memories about Christmas. Um, one of them is quite funny. My dad took a a college course when, um, uh, like a extra learning kind of thing, uh, when he, when, when we were young, when my brother was very small and I was too, and he needed to drop before, um, before Christmas break happened, he needed to drop the paper off and his professor said, yeah, you can swing it by my house. So, um, my mom, he said, do you guys want to ride with me? And my mom said, Doug, my dad's name was Doug, Doug, now you're gonna just run it in and, and, uh, come back out. My dad kind of had the gift of gab like I do and was very social and never met a stranger. And, um, so he goes, no, I just going to run it in. And so my brother and myself were in like our pajamas and, uh, my mom was comfortably dressed, but not anything that you would necessarily want to get out of the car for. So that's why she was just double checking. Are you sure? Otherwise, I'm just going to stay home with the kids. Well, he said, no, come on, come ride with me. Well, where the um, professor lived, it was on an incline, like the, you drove up like a little bit of a hill on the street. And uh, I remember it so vividly. Um, we were facing west and he was on the north side of the street to our right hand side and my dad pulled up in front of his house there was like a hedge that sort of separated his home from the neighbor just to the east of him which would be just down the hill of him um but we were in front of the hedge in right in front of his front door my dad went up Went inside. Right when he went inside, my mom let out like a little bit of a breath that was like a telling, knowing breath, like, like that, like, uh, that's not a good sign. So, um, she 
put her faith in him that he would just be in and out and he didn't want to be rude and he just stepped into the home. He turned and kind of looked and referred to the car with the kids in it and the wife and the everything. Um, so uh, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. It was, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15, 20, 25. And my mom said, well, I've had enough of this. And we were sitting in the car singing things like, um, uh, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth. And, uh, uh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. We were thinking that that was really my dad. You know, he's getting nothing for Christmas. Um, anywho, my mom, we, it was a, uh, the car was, I think, I can't remember if it was a stick shift. It must have been because this was relatively easy to do for my mother. Um, she... Uh, it had an emergency brake on. Mind you, we were on a hill. She put it in neutral and she let us roll back down the hill safely. And now we were significantly behind that hedge I spoke of. So if my dad came out of the house and I noticed I said if, because we didn't know if he was ever coming back out, um, he would not see our vehicle and unless you really ran out into the street in a panic, which he did, um, you wouldn't see our vehicle for a good while. And we were still, it was probably another 20 minutes that we sang every Christmas song that we could sing. And my mom's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to, I'm going to get him. He's going to freak out and not know where we're at. She did not have car keys. So what happened to them? And that is exactly what happened. We had the best time. He was mad. Oh, as my Aunt Jolene often said, if you can get mad, you can get glad. And we did not care that he was upset over that. But she got him. And she said, when I ask you if you will be quick and you tell me yes, I'm counting on that. And if with some wiggle room and grace, you break that you deal with the consequences. So um, he later was able to laugh over it, but he did totally freak out for a while. And I think his professor thought, mm, I'm probably going to pass him so that just to be on the safe side, he doesn't retake this class and I don't need to be too intimately involved with his family. Uh, anyway, it was just hilarious. and It was so fun. It was one of those memories where you just... Um, <laughs> like I'm doing right now, I can see us sitting in, I was seated behind my mom, behind the passenger seat. And my brother was behind my dad and my dad, the driver's seat, which was where he sat. And we were just, we were really excited to see what was going to happen. And it was um, explosive in many ways with joy, mostly. And then the other prominent um, memory that I have around the Christmas holiday um, was another one with my dad. And you know what? This time of year, I get choked up. I know you guys probably think, oh, she needs to be on some kind of sedative. Every time we turn on to her podcast, she chokes up or she gets teary eyed or misty or whatever. 
Um, yes, I do. Write it in and complain over it. I get the emails. Um, my talking about people that have passed um, around the holidays, I just think it's no matter what holiday you recognize. I have many friends that don't recognize Christmas and they have other traditions and um, that are built around love and joy and peace. So I'm talking to everyone. I think it just, uh, uh, whatever that factor is, whatever that mystery is in the air. And I know it's, it's, it has to do with love. Um, it tugs even more so on our heartstrings when we think about the people that are not with us anymore. And my dad's been gone a long time. So that little girl in me still exists. Let me tell you the story. Um, it, you know, in order for Santa to come, you don't want to be out watching. He's not going to do that. He's not going to come while you're, um, awake, right? There's a song about that. Um, so I see you when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know when you've been, this is the part I didn't care for. I know when you've been bad or good. I was rarely ever bad. So, I knew that part couldn't apply to me. Nonetheless, I had to be in bed, right? So I was in bed, but I was awakened by um, like like knocking sounds on the roof and uh, noise and things like that. And I got up, you know, I was a little thing too. I got up rubbing my eyes and in my pajamas and my dad goes, what's going on? And I said, I, what's that noise? It sounds scary. And he goes, uh... I don't know. He was quick on his feet. And I walked over to him and we had a big picture window, like a big, huge front picture window. And the sofa at that time, my mom was a furniture mover, not by profession, but just in the middle of the night. Um, uh, the sofa was in front of the window and my dad said, come here, let's look and see. And he got on his knees, facing out, elbows on the back of the sofa, looking out, pulled the draperies apart, looking out. It was pitch black, but it was super windy and stormy and uh, trees were hitting the roof or, you know what I mean? That thing that happens and lots and lots of wind. We had a big hedge out front too, and it was blowing and trees were shifting and it the the shadows from the trees were on the ground and he goes oh my goodness i i think it could i think it could be santa i think he's either landing or he's taking off and that like so made sense to me because I had been, you know, around like or had seen like helicopter activity. I might have even have, had flown by then, but I knew that the turbulence of something coming down and landing or trying to take off or the pitter patter of the reindeer feet, the sled sliding around. I mean, it absolutely made sense. And uh, my heart just started racing, but there was this, this warmth, I'm sorry, this warmth of the story coming from my dad and it was magical. Well, he said, you better get back in bed, you know, because you know, he sees us when we're sleeping. He knows when we're awake. 
So I hurried back and closed my eyes as tightly as I could and just listened to the wind and, and anticipated his takeoff at that, in fact, what it was. And then my little tired self just drifted off to sweet, sweet sleep. I, I was going to say sleep, but it was a sweet sleep. And uh, I will never, ever, ever forget that Christmas and that time with just me and my dad it probably just after midnight or something it wasn't way into the morning my guess is is that any assisting they did for Santa had not happened yet but I <laughs> I don't know I I have those feelings in my heart this year and I'm so glad I do I know that that isn't the place that everyone is in right now. I know as my husband travels home from a trip to be with his family as they were in fact able to have a very small service in Michigan for his brother. I think if you have listened to some of my previous episodes, I shared that we had a sudden phone call um, two weeks ago that his younger brother, uh, all the boys are about a year apart. And so he was just a year younger than my husband had um, passed away. And it was a, a surprise and not COVID related. Um which of course was, you know, everyone's thought sort of initially, but as my husband heads home today and I pick him up this evening, I know that he leaves family members that are just in that funky wake of the uh, initial grieving process and the saying goodbye that happens when we are allowed to honor um, our loved ones that have left us. So I know that that there's, and that's just in my immediate circle, that there's a world full of people that are carrying heaviness this year. And I appreciate so much that, um, that I have those memories that I can go to that lift and raise my spirits and remind me of the sentiment of this season and the uh, connection, the deep roots to family and friends, even when they are literally not with us anymore, even when we cannot be with them because of um, the pandemic that has challenged our country and the world, that we have um, minds that are so brilliant, brilliantly created that can give us, most of us anyway, an opportunity to, to, to retreat and spend time with really precious memories in our hearts and our minds. So those are the couple of stories I wanted to share with you before I launch into the um, what are you going to give me part of this podcast. Um, I am probably somebody kind of easy to buy for, but I think because of how specific I am about a lot of things in my life. I'm going to guess that people appreciate um, me giving ideas, but um, 
I'm not, I am just so welcomed of anything. And I mean that for real. I, um, I love creativity. I love gestures. I, I love it all, but I do have some things and they're probably mostly on the feminine side of the scale, but some things that, um, that I, oh, there goes my doggy. Um, that I kind of have been looking at. I keep this little, when I see something that I like and I'm thinking, eh, I don't really need that. I don't really want to use finances for that. I'll, I'll keep a, a, a little journal of some things that I, you know, would really prefer someone else to get me if there's going to be an opportunity like a birthday or, or what have you. But I am so into cosmetics and skincare. So some of that is on there. I don't know if any of you um that are listening men included i mean skincare is a big deal because i i really think it's like an extension of our health of taking care of ourselves so uh first of all i'm not always consistent in, in taking care of myself so that would stand to reason why i am not always consistent and i i do a lot of research on um products because I like natural things I don't like a lot of what I call quote-unquote crap in my stuff since our skin is our largest organ um you know it would take all that in so all that to say blah 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 I have some very specific um requests if someone wants to get me stuff like that that I might not always um, have replenished by the time a holiday or birthday rolls around. But anyway, um, I don't know where maybe to start. Um, well, well, yeah, since we were talking skincare, one of the things that I absolutely hope somebody gets me is it's by a company called Naturopathica. And it is a sweet cherry conditioning lip butter. Um, natural, naturopathica is spelled N-A-T-U-R-O-P-A-T-H-I-C-A.com. And they have several things, but this in particular is a sweet cherry conditioning lip butter. And I have um, pretty full lips and... I find that they're dry a lot. So I am into lip butters. I'm into lip glosses. I'm into lipstick. I like lip stuff. I like lip stuff so much that it kind of can be mm, in lieu of a counseling appointment. If I get a new lip something and it lifts me for a good while, like maybe two months even. Like if I look down and I see that I have that in my purse, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I have that. I love lip stuff. I love it. So anyway, that's on my list. Um, and it's supposed to have a little mild, I don't, not big on big flavors and smells in stuff on your lips, but a mild sweet cherry flavor. So um, I'm hoping that somebody gets me that. I also put in the skincare category, um, I put a new line that I want to try. And um, I'm just about ready to need a, uh, more uh, day cream and night cream and cream cream and um, and facial cleanser and all that stuff. Um but this is a company called Derme-E, Derme-E, 
and you can go straight to them. They have lines um, for lines within the line, you know what I mean, that are geared towards a program um, for your particular skin. So I am looking forward. This does not say for aging skin anywhere on there. I would not get it if it actually said it was for aging skin. Don't call me out. That's my feeling about it. Do not call me out. But it does have hyaluronic acid. You know that commercial? They always say it phonetically like that. Anyway, so that's on there as well. I um, need a messenger, not a messenger bag. Well, kind of like a, I, I want a bucket bag, like a large um, stuff that I could even put smaller, a smaller shoulder bag in if I needed to. So that's on here. And it, it, I want it in the brown. I do black all the time, but I want something brown and it doesn't have to be real leather. I don't, I, I really don't mind it. Um, so I even made a notation of that. I want to start sending more notes and cards. Um, I'm not sure why. I just want to be in probably probably this year. I'm sort of over the uh, computer screen and emails. So I love lower cases. I love, if you notice any of my logos and stuff, pretty much for the most part, always have a lowercase in them. Rarely will you see a capitalized um, letter, but I found these note cards that just have, it looks as if I did it. It is just a lowercase T kind of with a tail that goes off almost the side of the page. But um, I asked for those. I gave lists for those. And most of these things are relatively uh, inexpensive. Nobody around here has deep pockets. So that's what I'm also praying for for Christmas or asking for. Um, here is something that I think is super special. Um, I came across this. It's called the Droplets Ring. It's sterling silver. It is from the jewelry artist Heidi J. Hale, you can go to H E I D I, the letter J H A L E dot com. She has lots of jewelry, but this one's called a, a droplets ring. You can get the droplets ring with stones in it, but I wanted one with the stamped letters in it. And I have a special message to myself um, that I would like stamped on there. And so I did. Um, I did send that off on my list to Santa. My girlfriend and my photographer, I think that, you know, you might um, remember her, Reg Madison. Um, she introduced me to a scent that I absolutely love um, by Mason Louis Marie. Um, or, or Lewis, I don't know which way it's pronounced, but it's the number four and I am obsessed with it. Um, she wears it. I don't know if it's the only scent she wears. So since I'm kind of obsessed with her and love her deeply, um, it would make sense that I would gravitate towards a scent that she was wearing, but literally it's like my kind of scent. It really is. So I've asked for that. That one, you know, might have to dig a little deeper into the pocketbook if someone wanted to get me that. Eh, eh, eh. Any folks out there that got a bonus. Um, 
And I think that might be it that I put on here. Oh, no, no. No. I want this book. And I know I'm way late to the party on this one. The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. The Japanese Art of Decluttering. Sorry, the rest of it's gone. Of Decluttering and Organizing. And you know who it's by. Pretty little sweet thing, Marie Kondo. So um, I uh, naturally kind of gravitate to that process anyway of saying, um, because I hate to let go of anything. I hate to say goodbye. I hate to say goodbye to cars. If I, I remember I had a Jeep Cherokee for like 12 years and I leaned over the hood and talked to it and said goodbye. Um, then they came with the jacket and it was white and they had me put my arms. Anyway, um, I just, I have a hard time saying goodbye or I will just force myself and I over say goodbye. Like I get rid of things I didn't need to get rid of. And her process, if you know it at all, she just like, if it brings you joy, um, and only you could determine what that means. If it's joy, if you think it brings you joy and it's in a box at the back of your closet and you haven't seen it in five years, I, I hope for Christmas you get a, uh, uh, a shot full of brand new joy because I'm not sure, but I won't, no, I'm not going to judge, but she takes you through a process and I thought, you know, I just really want to listen to her, what she has to say, to read what she has to say. So that book is on my list and I'm looking forward to it. I've done a lot of decluttering and letting go of things and it, there's such a freeing feeling, um, from doing that. And, and then also I have really been investigating, um, joy looking at it 360 degrees around what components are involved in um in experiencing joy and we'll probably be talking about that in the new year but um this just seemed to kind of jive and fall right along with it so i think that's the long and short of it other than and this is the goodness honest truth i I would like to ask as a gift to our country and our world that COVID would move along. And I know that's probably everyone, everyone's thinking, but I, I'm not just saying that like, oh, 2020, bye, kick it to the curb. I'm saying that too, but really go along, leave. We are ready for healing and wholeness and um, a beautiful year ahead. So I am trusting, praying, and asking for that. I also am very grateful at this holiday season. And my faith anchors me in that gratitude where I am so blessed. I have a roof over my head. I have lovely people in my life. And even though we may not be spending the holidays the same as we have in years past, thank goodness for technology. I mean, I might be sick of Zoom, but we have it. And there's um, a bright side, I think, to most um, stories if we will open our hearts up to that 
And I think that's probably part of the joy factor that I'm figuring out and learning is opening my heart up to it. I, um, we are knocking at the door at December 28th. Do you know what that means? Let me tell you, December 28th means that we have been sharing, um, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour together once a week for six months. And I am so tickled that we will be reaching that goal together or reaching that marker, not a goal really, but in some ways it is a goal. It's something that I had always wanted to do. And I have been someone who gives up on things that I want to do that um, we'll also talk about in the first of the year in case there's any of you out there that struggle in the same way. But I didn't give up on this. I haven't missed an episode. We went dark one Tuesday on election day and that was it. That was very intentional. So um, there'll be some sort of celebration. I'm not sure what it will be, but I want to just thank you um, for coming along with me. You know that that is something I am very aware of that I wouldn't have this or even want to do this if it were not for you with me. So I thank you for thinking of me. I thank you for subscribing. I would appreciate you sharing if there are folks that you want to come along for this ride. And um, my heart and my prayers go out to you this holiday season. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that you are loved. I'm not yanking your chain. I'm not being mushy. I, I love you. And I might know some of you better than others. I may not really know you at all, but the capacity that I have in my heart to love surpasses all of those details. And because of um, the shared humanity that we have together, I want you to know you are loved. And I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful holiday season. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man.